Alright. Do I do the do I do the intro? It's now? your turn. Okay, you do well, it. I'm ready. Do, do, it do, it the music. do it as uh, non-announcer as possible. Um hello! You're you're listening to uh Yes Mom, we are still active. This is my favorite podcast! And we got three brothers, we're talking about the Covenant Path, we're having lots of jokes. We're having jokes. We're having jokes. Sounds like a Jim, Jim Brian Regan line. We're having jokes. No, it's no secret you've done a little stand-up comedy in your life. Is that correct? Correct. Have you ever like really just like, oh, I got a funny one, and then you just just like bomb on yeah. stage? Dude, he did it all the time growing up. He used to watch Comedy Central nonstop, and then when we get home, he would replay all those to us. Yeah, I remember it was Pat, actually the Comedy Channel. Well, remember when Pat used to repeat nonstop oh. stand-up routines from everybody and their dog? That's know? the only channel we got down in the South. So. Pat studied Comedy Channel like people study yeah. their math books in college. It's true. Yeah, but now, now look where he is. Now, and now look, I haven't had a job, and so you're so you're up on stage. What's the worst bomb? that you could think of it like boom like that I still remember that to stay comedy sports right <sighs> comedy sports I did um, I'll tell you the worst joke the worst I got booed off the stage once was oh it, wow. Uh, wow this was at BYU I was in a comedy troupe called the Garens which was love the Garens half improv half sketch comedy right. yeah. and we did this improv called uh, Death Pendulum okay. and the way the game worked was there's four scenes that the audience gives you like a grocery store a construction site an airport and you know a dormitory dormitory a dormitory a dormitorium <laughs> like it's, like it's like one a- of them there dormitoriums <laughs> where all the college kids live so they give you the four scenes and in every minute or every 30 seconds someone has to die Okay. In that scene. And justifiably die. Like, so you have to build a story quick, someone has to die. And then the guy who's running the game, he can jump from scene to scene to scene to scene. And if you're dead in one scene, you're alive in the next. You have to justify why you're getting up off the ground. But if you're in a scene where you die, you just lay down on the ground. So eventually, everyone's dead, and there's one person left, and they have to justify why they're dying. Well, I was in in a scene where it was an airport. Are we going to have to cut this out? No. It's (laughs) not a 9-11. Let me guess. The sketch went too long, and they booed you? No. So (laughs) it was an airport, and it was right about the time JFK Jr. died in a plane crash at Martha's Vineyard. Okay. Right? Right. And it was like the day after it was announced. So relevant. Very relevant, relevant. Very relevant. Ta- comedy is timing. I did this scene <laughs> and they said airport and I was the only person alive in this scene. So I got up like I was a sky cap in a private airplane. I go, <laughs> I go, uh, Mr. Kennedy, really glad to have you aboard. Our trip to Martha's Vineyard is only going to take about 15 to 20 minutes. And, and everyone got it. And they were like, <laughs> too soon. Ouch. And I got booed. So that was the worst bomb I ever did on stage. I don't even know what that has to do with our topic today because it's, well, we're going to talk about studying the scriptures. I don't even know why I thought of that. I just think it's, I've been to a lot of the shows. If you get a chance to go see the old school comedy sports. Oh, there's one this this month on the Shame, 11th. Shameless plug for that. Get on their website and find the old school. You can they should see. sponsor us because we're famous. I, well, that's what I'm trying to get to is why can't I be in the game? Why can't I do it? I'm you're, funny. Yeah, you're not funny. I'm funnier than a third of the people out Couldn't there. we all get on the stage at the at the comedy but, sports? Patrick, be honest. You're a professional. Who would better survive on okay. stage? Tom, Tom or Aaron? Or Aaron. Ooh. Mm. Be honest. I'm going to go with Tom. No, I disagree. Oh. I disagree. I'm going to go with Tom because Tom you know what? is I agree. patient. Two, two to one. Tom is patient, and when he does add in, 
It's funny. Yeah, there you go. I'm more of the machine gun approach. I'm going to hit something eventually. Yeah. I'm, the You're gonna offend I'm the banker someone. in this group. You're going to offend someone eventually. <laughs> now, that is true. I will offend because I don't have good boundaries. I offend my wife every day. Yeah. <laughs> I practice. I am, man, I'm good. Tom is so loaded with jokes. He's just yeah. waiting to He's like, let me try this one out. As an empty nester, I have no one to try my my repertoire on. So it's my wife. She's like, oh, no. And if she knows that if she doesn't laugh, that I'll keep going with the same joke. And so she'd be like, ha, ha, ha. Like, where'd that laugh come from? That doesn't matter. That's my church let's laugh. Let's move on to the next one. That's my church laugh. All right, so let's talk about let's talk about scripture study. I hope you guys, did oh, you guys boring. have you guys read your scriptures today? Yeah. Uh, yeah did I? Did you check the box? I didn't. I don't check the box. I read to have experiences. There you go. Okay, so we're going to talk about uh, in the book of <laughs> Alma. I'm going to kind of relate this to you guys and go into this because this is an right. interesting story. Have you ever ran with some friends that maybe got you into some trouble? All the time. Still. You two. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I come home. I come home after hanging out with you two, and Liz is like, you need to leave that crap at the door. Yeah, my wife's like, calm down. You've been with your brothers. That's, yes. you, that's enough. My wife's like, really? Another family dinner over there? Didn't we just do it? I'm like, that was like last month. Feels like yesterday. Mm. Examples. Anybody got any examples of where they were like, hmm, maybe this wasn't like the best? Well, I don't have friends anymore. Okay. So uh, I have to go way back to uh, high school. Okay. And uh, I may, I'm not... Uh, it, You're not admitting to I'm this. not admitting or denying that I went and threw eggs at people's homes. Okay. You totally did that. The so, cops showed up. I was with you when you did it. I'll confirm that we did that. <laughs> the cops showed up and was like, this your son? <laughs> Tom's covered in broken egg. <laughs> He's got egg yolks. I swear, I'm innocent. <laughs> I'm working on my protein. <laughs> I didn't throw them. Do you remember when Dad told you, like, hey, if this people want to file charges, you're not going on a mission. Yeah. Yeah, remember that? that well, Dad, Dad always used the, that's going on your permanent record. Oh, and it, wasn't in, the, it, was, the, it wasn't until I was, like, in my mid-20s. 20s that I realized there's no such thing as a permanent record. You got fired from that job at Eddie Bauer? Go ask for your job back. That'll go on your permanent record. Yep, and I'm sure somewhere it is up in heaven. Yeah. So this is a story a little bit about that. A situation where there's a couple of kids that maybe got in with a bad group. There was a couple of brothers in this story. I don't know if this is sounding familiar to everyone, but I'll keep going. A couple of brothers, they they love to get into mischief. They had a small group of friends. I don't know the exact number. But, five. Okay, five. One of the things they like to do for fun, which honestly I think it would be fun to be part of a couple of times, is they love to scatter the king's sheep down by the waters of sea. Down by so they can, the And there was way more than five, right? It was I not just I thought you were five. talking about the sons of Mosiah. But you're no. talking about the Lamanites. I'm talking about the Lamanites. Yeah. That scattered the king Lamanites. Like you gotta admit, you're out there, you're farming, you're You're bored. hanging with your friends. You're like, hey guys, wouldn't it be funny? Like, look at all those hundreds of sheep. What yeah. if we just ran through them and they all like I scattered? Bet you, I bet you they're going to get in trouble if we scattered their sheep. The oh, king's yeah. going to be so mad. And they probably didn't think like they're going to get killed. Like, because that's what happened. They're like, hey, look, the king sends some new guys out. Those old guys must have gotten so much trouble. Yeah. Because they probably <laughs> he got killed. killed. So they probably didn't understand the ramifications, but it's fun to like run through a big herd of sheep and watch them all go like, wah, all over the place. Like, have you guys ever done that? No. 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 Okay, no. okay let me ask you this. Sheep stink. Let me ask you this. <laughs> I saw that on like Yellowstone. As a teenager. I don't watch our radio <laughs> I don't watch our radio movies. <laughs> That's a TV show. That. I've never even heard of Yellowstone. You need to support it. It's shot here in Utah. <laughs> I thought that was a park you went and visited. I don't watch R-rated mm, series. <laughs> MA series. <laughs> Have you ever wrecked a little neighbor child snowman that they built and then? No, I have a heart. I what? usually well. Tom, you know I'm not going to tell what it. I've done to snowmen. Yeah. So you got to admit, there's something fun like you run and dive tackle some little kid snowman. It's mm. like. Boom. 
sweet. Like, oh. And then you watch them cry in the window. And no, you don't do like, it when they're looking. Their mom's like, I told you not to look out the window. And then he starts like spanking them, and you're like, what have I done? Well, usually I go to knock them down, and I go to push them, like, ha-ha, and I push them, and they won't budge. Oh. <laughs> That's because you're getting old, Tom. Tom's like a cartoon. He's running in place with his hands out. Trying to get it. He hits the snowman and knocks himself out in the front yard. <laughs> They're like, Dad, uh, Tom, Brother Marvy is out in the yard again. He tried to either that or they'll just cover like the bottom ones of Boulder. They just cover in snow. We should, we should get back to this gang of, okay. of hoodlums. So these hoodlums are out having a little bit of fun. I'm just thinking mischief, you know mischief, a little bit of mischief. Yeah, I'm leading up to the fact that I think there was a huge injustice done in the scriptures by the story being a little bit lean towards one person. But the point is, they were having some fun. They scatter the sheep. They were being irreverent. A little irreverent. And all of a sudden, this weirdo white guy shows up. Why is he white? Well, because most of them are Lamanites. And so <laughs> the guy who shows up is not a Lamanite. He's a Nephite. <laughs> so, Once again, Aaron has found a way to offend everyone. <laughs> so, all of a sudden, like you're like, hey, who's the crazy white guy? Who's the let's, new... let's not call him white. Let's okay. just say, hey, Nephi. who's the crazy Nephi? The crazy Nephi. Yeah. Nephi. Okay, yeah, if you I want like to come up better. with a code name for races, that's fine. Crazy <laughs> Nephi. Okay. <laughs> It would be funny to watch and say, hey, there's a Nephite down there. He looks like it's his first day on the job. Let's give him a little warm welcome the way we love to do. Let's yeah. go scatter the sheep and give him something to do. And what does Ammon do? Now, this is where it gets weird. And I want you guys to think about this. Most people, if somebody came and scattered your sheep, you'd probably get a little frustrated. You'd kind of gather them up. You'd be a little stressed because of the whole you're going to die from the king thing. Yeah, every now keep in mind, everyone on Ammon's end is like, oh, the king's going to kill yeah, they us all start now. Balling. They start weeping. Because that's weeping. what happens in the past, right? Yeah, if, yeah. You, if you yeah. lose the king's sheep. And I'd be willing to bet that the king killed one of those sheep herders' family, like their brother. He killed my brother when he got scattered. Hey, you know what? Do you think the king put Ammon on sheep duty is a joke. Because they figured he would die. Yeah, because everyone's dying on this train. And he's like, I'd like to stay with you guys for a while. He's Maybe like, even be your servant. He's like, reject my daughter. Yeah. You go watch the sheep. And then he's like, oh, sweet. I got the job with the sheep. And was like, you don't want the job with the he sheep. He murders the sheep holders. They don't last very... Do you think maybe they put him on that? I don't episode? know. The king offered his daughter as a, as a hey, how you doing? You want one of my daughters? You know, Why that comes do that? down like, it, it depends on the daughter. Yeah. Like, if Are we talking like, Johnny like, Lingo? Hey, that's another episode. Yeah, but, but yeah. I'd say if it's a Mahana. <laughs> Here's my daughter, Mahana. Abizu. I'll tend the sheep. I'll pass. They're like, oh yeah, you'll tend the sheep. You're like, right. I said sheep, not cows. hey <laughs> And they're like, that's the king's daughter. She's got a she's got a gland problem. Her name's Lizzo. Don't say anything about her sleepy eye. And Abbott's like, I decline. Yeah, I would say no. I'll say it to you, King, because she can't look straight. <laughs> Boom, bang, bow. The wife's like, sheep herder, dong. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, okay, yeah, anyway. I'll I'm going to be up all night editing this episode. <laughs> yeah, anyway, so he goes out, and he's out there with the sheep. Now, your sheep get scattered. Okay, you're a little frustrated. This guy doesn't just get a little frustrated. Ammon goes postal. Yeah, immediately. Immediately. Like, you know what, guys? I got this. They're coming back. You know what? I'm going to go talk to him a little bit. Totally goes John Wick He's like, guys. you wait here. You go I'm, gather I'm the go sheep. Talk to I'm going to go have a little there. chat with the boys. Yeah, and out of nowhere, what does he do? Pulls out a sling, takes out the ringleader by hitting him in the head with a rocking. He killing. kills six people. Instantly starts with killing. rocks. So let's stop. Is Ammon 
a John Wick figure. I don't know. I don't watch R-rated movies. Well, I don't... Mom, I don't watch R-rated movies either. But the trailers that we've seen... I'm not familiar. Did you say Wick? Wick? Is that John Wick? I'm not familiar with John Wick. I've never seen the movie, but from the trailers, I've noticed the storyline is about somebody who they think is just an everyday guy... He He's more like let's let's make it PG thirteen. He's more like a Jack Reacher. Okay, mm. more Jack Reacher. Jack Reacher because he's like, I'm gonna give you ten seconds to get out of here. To- <laughs> okay, <laughs> Pat's obviously never seen a Jack Reacher movie. That's great. <laughs> okay, okay, go back to John Wick. Why? Hello, I'm going to give you ten seconds. I'm like, which Jack Reacher book is that? <laughs> Anyways. You know, Ammon just goes postal on these guys, which yeah. tells me... Starts throwing rocks, killing people. Well, I went, I went and looked at... When I read this here just a few days ago, I went and looked up a YouTube video on slings. I'm like, what, is it, what, is a, what does it look like in a professional's hand? Because I just see the, like the swing going like circle, circle, you know. <laughs> and these guys, they it's one swing. Yeah, it's the, one swing and release. Yeah, they're good. And they can like pin... They're deadly with those things. Pinpoint accuracy with a rock the size of probably a quarter. Like a modern day sniper. Long yeah. range, super fast speed. So then take that example and put it with how hard is it to cut through bone? I looked that up. You got to hit that arm just right with a razor sharp sword. You got to know where. Well, I would imagine wait, you switch. You switch from, from rocks from to swords. To s- no, but my comparison is this: the first way, the first second someone <laughs> dropped from getting hit with a rock, I'd start you're going to be like, "Are you okay?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wake him up! Got, wake him up! Wake him! He he really got him good. Yeah. And then it's like the next guy's like. Oh, he's like, he got hit too. He's not messing around. That's it. He's not messing around. He knows how to kill people instantly with a sling, and he knows how to correctly maim them with a sword. Now take that reference and go back to what he was like before his conversion. The only phrase we have... John Wick. No, it's not John Wick. Oh. It says in the Book of Mormon, the very vilest of sinners, when it describes Alma and the sons of Mosiah. So you think he was... I always thought that was, like, sexual. No, I'm just saying... Like, he was going around, You see the animated stories of the Book of Mormon, and they're, like, pushing over some tables with cabbage on it? Like, look at those vile sinners. But you're thinking he was, like, a gang. I'm thinking, like... It was his way or the highway. Oh. Highway to hell, ACDC. Oh, oh. So, so you're compare. You're looking back on his past, meaning saying he was a that Ammon was a bad boy. You it, didn't want to mess with him. So take the word vile. You know he was tougher than Aaron because Aaron just like got put in prison yeah. and was like he put me in prison. I thought you were talking about this Aaron. No, same one. Same one. No, <laughs> he wasn't just vile. He was the very vile. And for Moroni to use the vilest, the very vile, very vile is not an appropriate. So you're saying when they when they kill this puppy, I mean when they push the sheep around. <laughs> wait, I didn't watch that movie. I saw in the trailer. The trailer that when they kill. Yes. Anyway, when he saw his Russian tattoos, and when the sheep went around, he kind of snapped and I like, think he snapped and went back to a little old school Ammon mm, days. Gave him an old school can of whooping. He, he opened up an old school can on all these guys. Yeah, he showed him who he was messing with. Right. Yeah, and I mean. The, he went from slinging stones to these guys were like, hey, they raised their hands and were saying, hey, hey stop. We, we don't. And all of a sudden, he's like chopping arms no, off. Hold on, hold on. It does say anybody that raised a, a weapon or a club or whatever, who raised an arm against him, that's who he disarmed. 
Well, those poor guys, they're like, hey, 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 we yeah. give up. Yeah, they're that's just the universal. See, and that's where you have to get, like, we'll have to find out in the resurrection, like in the afterlife, what happened. Because Tom's right. That's the universal sign of surrender <laughs> is two hands above your head. And you're like, I give up, hands above your head. And Ammon's like, oh, that's easy pickings, choppity chop. Right. <laughs> Why do you think there were so many arms everywhere? But let's, again, not to, you know, when you're fighting a group of Russians, I mean, when you're fighting a group of Lamanites, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you got one guy against, there was probably like, what, eight, ten guys? <laughs> like, you don't walk into a group of ten guys with no experience and like, well, I hope the Lord gives me strength. It's like, hey, watch this. I've done this before. Yeah, I'm going to kick some serious yeah. butt and I take some I wonder if there's hands. any swearing. Uh, or preparation, because you know in the movies, they're always like taking off their tie and their suit jacket. Like, you're like, this is going to be fun. You know, like, I wonder if Ammon was like that. So, remember, he sent all the king's servants, go get the sheep that were scattered. I wonder if at any point they looked back going... <laughs> Holy cow. He's cutting arms off. There's blood everywhere. There's blood everywhere. I'm a bleeder. Well, look at this, too. When all the people started crying because they were so scared, he was not. That's mafia style right there. Yeah. Like, I've done this. Hey, you're going over there. They're going to spread these I, sheep around. I've been in this situation. Let me show you how we settle he it. He gets this thing out and you hear the them. intro to the Sopranos. <laughs> or so I've heard that's a good the song. The what? I don't know. <laughs> What's that movie is that, a, is that a, someone singing? Is so let's, let's, get to, let's get to the end. Because remember, after he cut off their arms and killed a bunch of them, the servants collected all the arms to take to the king. Because they're like, you're not going to believe this. Because, and here's the other thing, too. Remember. These are probably a bunch of neighborhood YSA kids that yeah. are just out causing trouble. So now you've got a bunch of people from the. They definitely village. like in Jerusalem. Like the shepherds were father son, right? That's how the shepherds. The fa- there, there was a family business. I have to think that there was probably fathers and sons that were King Lamoni sheep herders as well. They're probably out there, my and boys. they're like boy. Collect all those arms. Yeah. And now it's like Ammon started this new adolescent YSA club among the village. Like, oh, you're one of the one-armers, right? Yeah. Okay. And now all of a sudden, they're right. Now they're back at the village, and now things are getting weird because all the arms got chopped off. And now this guy's like super back to being calm. Who goes back to being that calm? King was like looking at these arms, and he's of course starts his, his anxiety starts growing, and he's like, like uh, uh, "Where's Ammon at?" No, he's, he's like, like a character in a John Wick. He's like the little Russian, like he's coming like, for me next. Bobby Yaga. <laughs> I know they Bobby brought Ammon in, and he's like, and Ammon's like, "Yeah, they asked me if I was back, and yeah, I'm back." <laughs> No, that's what's the most gangster move so at all. I hear. That's the most gangster move at all, right? He slings and kills all these people, chops their arms off, and then calmly goes and starts prepping horses. Yep. Yeah. Like, as the servants are like, and then he cut their arms off, and then he shot rocks at their heads, and it exploded everywhere. And the king's like, oh, no, where is he? He's in the barn. <laughs> like, that is George. gangster. If somebody Damn. threw a rock at me like a slinger, I would have my adrenaline going for the next five hours. I'd be, like, so, like, yeah. shaking. In. He was just calm. It's like, yeah, oh. he's like, hey, your horse is ready, your highness. Sorry. Are you a spirit? <laughs> Are you Baba Yaga? <laughs> <laughs> you must be something. That is not Baba Yaga. That is Ammon. <laughs> so, I'm just thinking as I was reading that story, that was just a fun perspective I wanted to tie in because we always think about Ammon, we think about the spirituality. We always think the, those guys spread, scattering the sheep were the bad guys. Super bad guys. But we never take into consideration that Ammon was a bad guy at one point, too. But, and who was the most skilled killer of the two groups? Like you John got, Wick. You got, uh, Ammon was. Ammon. Not that I've ever, yeah. So you've got one guy who could take out like 15 plus guys. Or yeah, 15 plus guys that have no clue how to use their weapons. 
Today, especially in the world, not to go off because I am not a trained therapist, but if I was, here's the advice I would give. Now, a special segment by, if Aaron was a psychiatrist, Aaron would say this. So, Professor... Aaron, go ahead and give it to a straight doc. He does wear scrubs. <laughs> I do Aaron wears scrubs in public, even though he's no longer connected with the medical field. Like he just, like he just got a surgery. It would be funny if he had blood and you put some blood on him. Bloody scrubs. We need a doctor. That ain't me. Hey, All right, actually, so what would you say to people, Aaron? You said if you were, you're not a therapist, but if you were, this is what you'd say. I'm saying repent because sins lead to anxiety and stress, and stress can kill you. Yeah, can but make you sick. Let, I want to be very clear since we're very pro-mental health on this podcast. <laughs> Are like, we? Anxiety and stress can also be caused by just mental health, not sin. Yeah, that's true. Not, oh, yeah. So if you're having anxiety, you need to repent. That's not how it works, Aaron. If so, I could be a trade licensed therapist. <laughs> Aaron's got a new one. He's got a new, uh, an amazing new self help book out called "If You Have Anxiety, Repent." You open it up, and it's like there's no all the pages are blank. You're like, yeah, the advice is on the cover. That's what you write when all the things you need to repent. It's of. journaling. It's a journaling book. It's kind of funny to think about. Hey, wait a minute. Where did Ammon get all this experience? But overall, it's a good thought. I never thought of it like that. It's it's a miracle. I mean, the fact that Ammon had the courage to go out and serve a mission. Do you guys remember how long he served for? It was 14 years, wasn't it? 14 years. Okay, so let's let's be honest. Do you have any mission stories that you still tell after all these years? It's been over 20 years since I served. Oh, I got a couple of killers. So you have like maybe one or two. Yeah. Imagine the stories Ammon has. You know, son, when I served Mm -hmm. my mission... I killed six people and, and cut like, off 26. All right, Dad. All right, Dad. We've heard it before. A hundred times. Yeah. Old guys, do I need to get him right here? Do I need to get Do I need to get the bones out? <laughs> My kids are like, oh, no, here it comes He's again. like that RM Here's that comes back one. and forgets English. He's just like, you know, here, son, let me show you the arms I cut off on my mission. Oh, Dad, we've seen it before. (laughs) Make the scripture study fun. The story of Ammon is awesome. It is. John Wick.